Y'all, welcome back. Welcome to the first ever Everything is Interesting asterisk. I am Joseph. And I am Vance. Joe, can you please explain to the millions of people out there why you are here? I think it's uh, I think it's closer to billions. And oh. I, I genuinely think everything is interesting. That's what, why are you here? You you really do think everything is interesting. That's <laughs> I do. actually you I really do. Really do. I'm here because I'm going to judge whether or not that's true. Because <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. What is our uh, what is our topic that I'm judging whether or not it's interesting? Going to be doing cell phones, and uh, I got to say, I, I uh, everything I've researched on this episode, and this episode could easily just be titled. I don't know the dates of anything technologically based because every time I look something up to like literally every time the year that I pictured it in my head was absurdly far off by, I mean, it, potentially up to decades. Like it was, I, I don't know things. So maybe it's why I find everything interesting because I don't know a lot already. <laughs> it's like that. It's like when you compare when the dinosaurs exist, like, like the Tyrannosaurus Rex or something was or like Cleopatra existed sooner than the Tyrannosaurus Rex or some shit like that. Uh, you hear about stuff like that all the time, but like when you don't know dates, some of these things that I read from your research are insane. I forgot them all. Um, <laughs> As you but did. yeah, but yeah, some of these are actually pretty insane. Dude, it, it really is. So I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously to get two cell phones, uh, we, we got to start with, you know, the first phone, uh, which everyone knows, Alexander Graham Bell invented the first phone. Um, I did not know that. <laughs> but he, uh, well, I mean, okay, well, that's actually, that's a, I'm glad you didn't because technically he was the first person to patent a telephone or telephonic okay. device. Uh, he did so in 1876. However, what I did not know uh, is all the controversy surrounding uh, the invention of the phone. I mean, just, just get this, just to start, in 1870, uh, no, no, and not 1876, before 1876, there was a dude, Antonio Meucci, or Meucci, I don't know, he's Italian, so Meucci, you know, gotta, gotta be, anyways, he filed paperwork uh, in 1871, five years before O'Ali G filed his patent. Uh oh Yeah, uh, and Meucci technically filed what was called a caveat, uh, it was a caveat for his design of a talking telegraph, uh, caveat, it, it's, best I could tell, it's just a, like a formal announcement for your invention. But it does serve as like a legal placeholder. I know, know a mean? lot of lawyers that I went to school with that would know that would, if they ever listen to this, will be screaming. Oh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> to the to the billions of listeners, I, I yeah. do the research on this shit. But Vance is genuinely smarter than me. He's an actual lawyer. Uh, He's not kidding. He's not kidding. He he went to school and things. Anyways, anyways, caveat legal placeholder. Got that. Here's the problem. Old Meucci, he didn't have uh, he didn't have a ton of money. So when his caveat came time to renew, uh, he didn't have the money, so it expired. And that left, uh, you know, Ali G. Bell to scoop up that fumble and run with it. So basically, Meiuchi went unknown forever. Like, I've never heard of him. Have you ever heard of him? Have you ever heard wait, of this guy? I thought, so wait, I'm getting confused because I was under, I was like, isn't Tesla involved in this shit or something? Like, isn't Tesla supposed to be in here but i'm thinking of electricity right yeah that's a tesla was <laughs> i want to say long before uh was before tesla all this. involved in the phone in any way 
Let's see. Uh, he was born in 1856. I mean, hell, maybe it was. Maybe about the same time. That's a really good question. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't find him at all in any of my research. Like his name didn't come up. So I'm oh, thinking. Oh no. wait. Okay, wait. You know what I'm thinking of? Thomas Edison was a dick to Tesla. Oh yeah, yeah. Graham Bell was a dick to this Italian dude. To Meucci and others, as we'll get to. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, I clearly you've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. Meucci, uh, never heard of him. But in June uh, of 2002, the United States House of Representatives passed a resolution honoring old Meucci. Which I mean, hey, thanks. Like Meucci died in 1889. Th- thanks for the resolution. 131 years later, who was president? That, math, that maps off 111 years. You know, who, you get the point. Who's president in 2002? Uh, Clinton or Bush? It was one of the two of them. Yeah. Who was? Well, who? Why? 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 Thanks for honoring a dead Italian who died penniless because his invention got more or less stolen. Did like Godfather three just come out and then they were just <laughs> they were like really upset. So like, hey, yeah. let's let's get us some Italian. <laughs> we got we got to do something about this. <laughs> let's honor this guy for the for the cell phone. You know, because because uh, phones were in Godfather, right? Mm-hmm. They no, were they had phones. Yeah, they they made calls to you know murder people and things. Okay. I've never. I, I hate to admit this. I've never seen the Godfather. Any of. Oh God! I know. Damn it. I know. Joe, I know. What? Everybody I've ever said it to is like genuinely. Offended. What? How could I know? You... I know. I know. But you know what? Right now, <laughs> I don't have. I don't have three hours to sit down and dedicate to a movie. I don't have it. Well, you know what? You should just make your kids sit down and watch it with you. It's a family. It's a family uh, film. Oh yeah, it, no, it's, it's yeah. It's very kid friendly. I'm sure. Here's the You're... problem with kids. They made me play Pokemon Go for like three hours today. How did we play Poke? That's a perfect segue. How did we play Pokemon Go? On my cell phone. On circling cell phone. back. So yeah, old Meucci. Uh, Wait, what did you had, find? Oh, Pokemon. dude, we caught like we uh, we used a uh, uh, what incense thing or whatever, oh. which like attracts them to you. We caught a whole ton. Like, a, well, here's a problem. We caught like three that I heard of, like Pidgeotto and uh, uh, Pikachu and Eevee, and then we okay. caught like twenty that I've never heard of because, dude, I don't I don't know any of the new iterations of pokemon i don't know any of them they're, they're crazy now there's so they're many. insane there's 500 or so and they're all like really obvious names like there's a there's a one that kind of looks like a slug and it's called like slugaderg and there's one that kind of looks okay. like a uh and a uh it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't but matter you play but on your phone we did use my cell phone and we walked around the neighborhood looking for pokemon that's what we did today i don't think nice. i could get him to sit still for the godfather <laughs> but, but yeah so outside. No, cell phones. It's, it's the only way to get them cell phones. Getting them, uh, getting them active. Cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mayuchi. Um, well, yeah, no, okay. So get this, dude. Mayuchi might have had some money. Uh, he very well might have when his when his uh, you know his legal caveat came time to renew. But he was on the Staten Island ferry, and the boiler exploded, and it it messed up Mayuchi something fierce like messed him up he couldn't work anymore he had like a business or something that he was trying like couldn't do any of it so literally his wife uh went and sold all of his drawings and devices to a second hand at the oh. time pawnbroker or whatever then a few years later alexander graham bell invents a telephone coincidence oh. i don't know there's no like, there was not much that i could find oh not, dog dog that happened that those are facts so uh, crazy bro so a good Edison, Edison and and Mr. Graham Bell mm-hmm. they both got together and Teamed up. they bombed 
Staten Island Ferry. Yeah, and was Nikolai Tesla? Was he? Was he Italian? No, he was Serbian. Never mind. <laughs> he was. Well, I'm sure Tesla was supposed to be on that ferry, man. Yeah, dude, should have been. Should have been, bro. Two for one. <laughs> but they didn't do it. God, yeah, man. dude, crazy, right? Wait, imagine if the, if the Staten Island Ferry had not blown up, we might have been stuck with Mayuchi's device. And Mayuchi's device was seriously just like a copper wire. It was basically, literally, you know, like that that cup and string phone that we made when we were like third grade or whatever. Like, yeah. I know we can go to the same school, but every kid did. Like, anyways, yeah. that it was basically that, but just with copper, so you could run it like a couple miles. But like, it, it, Bell admitted it was a little bit better, but we might have been stuck with that. We don't know. Had the ferry not exploded or the boiler on the ferry, we we who know we might not have cell phones now. It literally might not have them. Because of the technology, the break would have gone a whole different direction. Like it's crazy how I mean, so many things could have messed us up bad. I'm gonna be a Meiuchi truther, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna band together to protest against uh, Alexander Graham Bell. GrahamBellTruth.org, bro. And I keep forgetting the guy that I'm protesting against, Edison. Yeah, yeah, guy. we hate Ned. Edison is now number two enemy of the show. Chris Neo, Chris number, one. number one enemy of the show. Number two. <laughs> there's like chris neo's like ancestors there like uh, <laughs> planning it with them and he's like guys i have this idea i, I guess they're gonna are they speaking british i, I don't know uh, and accent. yeah sure but absolutely. um he has this idea and he's got like i've chris neo's like ancestor though looks like wario he's got but he's got like like curls in his mustache twirly mustache <laughs> yeah and he's the one that did the dirty work for edison mm, and, and he's the uh, hitman Grand Bell, yes. He, I like it. Did. And he was like, I got this idea. How about you take pictures over the internet? Or shit, they didn't have the internet yet. You take pictures over a uh, a picture that is moving and mm. you show it to people. And then they can give you a thumbs up. And I'm sure Grand yeah, Bell. You could also click a heart. Do you want to be bombed? Uh, his problem, his problem, movies weren't invented until 1892 by fucking Edison. Oh, Edison invented that too, dude. And Chris Neo, Chris Neo's uh, ancestor. Um, enemies of the show, enemies of the show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. So this this next bit, dude, all right, just go with me because it's, it's friggin' insane. So, uh, well, quick fun fact just because Alexander Graham Bell was actually born Alexander Bell. For his eleventh birthday, he had begged his father for years for a middle name, and for oh his eleventh for his eleventh birthday, his dad gave him a middle name. Happy birthday, kid! Here's a middle name. I hate. He was that kid who was like really smart, but like knew it, mm. and like I want a middle name, father. Yes, but he like he was like like that kid that like would pick on other people at school and shit because his dad gave him a middle name and he was like looking down on people. Mm. That's totally Graham you Bell. Bunch, you bunch of rubes with no middle names. I yep. got a middle name. Putting 19th century stink bombs all over the place. People, kids are coming up with good ideas for the teacher and he's over there just like putting stink bombs in their lunchbox being like, yeah, ah, that would have been a good idea. Would have been a good idea, but see, you don't have a middle name. So, yeah, you're. I'm gonna right. take that idea. I'm gonna call it my own. Why Graham too? If you're gonna pick, God, man, I hate. Well, they were they were big fans of the crackers, so. And he came really rich, right? Like Graham Bell, like he's super rich, right? He became really rich, right? Uh, became later, yes. I don't know if he was born. 
family wealth. I don't know if he was born with any, like if, if his family had money. If your dad is gifting you a middle name, you got, you don't have a lot of problems on your plate. Well, see, I, look, I genuinely looked at it the other way. I was like, his dad's cheap as shit. I wish I could give my kids names for their birthdays. My kids want like, my kids want a PlayStation. I wish I could just go, now you have a middle name now. Carry on. See, the theory is they already had the 18th or 19th century equivalent of the PlayStation. And now <laughs> they're like, so bored with that. that They're like, you know what? I need a middle name. They already had a ball. What, with a what on a yeah. What 11 year old wants a middle name? Well, uh, apparently his brothers, he had many brothers and his brothers all had middle names. So get that. His dad gave all his brothers middle names. And was just like, you know what, kid, I don't care about you. You're, you're just Alex. He, he just knew he was dick and that he was. Well, he fall. knew he was going to be. And apparently, he, okay. So, okay. This next bit that, that leads me, but he kind of was. So there's this other dude uh, named Elisha Gray or Alicia Gray. I don't know. Probably Elisha. Okay. Anyways, he's a professor at Oberlin college. Which I mean, right away, not Stanford, not MIT. So yep, it's count. garbage. It's yeah. garbage. But old old Elisha, he made his own telephonic device, and he sent. Dude, get this is crazy. He sent his lawyer to go file a patent for his telephonic device. Oh God! On the exact same day, Alexander Graham Bell applied for his telephonic patent. On mm. the same day, literally, mm. they stood in line at the same time. Alexander Graham Bell was fifth in line. Elisha Gray's uh, lawyer was 39th in line. So, tech, so technically, Alexander Graham Bell gets the patent because he got there like, I don't know, roughly like two hours earlier. So he gets all of the phones based what? on him. Well, because I know with patent law and patent stuff that – ideas like you yeah you do have to get there first that's like a big thing yeah first come first serve bro yeah that's america that's how we run but like that seems look fairies are getting bombed people are getting in line chris neo's ancestors there dude you don't even know you don't even know what you're joking about like just go with me here because you're you're genuinely close so okay so i mean clearly cars didn't even exist back exist back then so like they both either took horses or walked i mean (laughs) people weren't in a rush you know not like they are today so i mean the lawyer might have literally stopped off for like coffee in a blueberry scone like literally that might have been the difference between bell getting his patent there first or not like just because he stopped off for a coffee or tea or whatever i mean it was the invention of a lifetime there are so many companies that went on to use Bell in their name because of him. I mean, it, I didn't even realize Southwestern Bell is because of Alex. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dude, get this list. Southwestern Bell, Bell South, Bell Atlantic, Ma Bell, Bell Systems, Regional Bell, Ohio Bell, Indiana Bell, Wisconsin Bell, Illinois Bell, Baby Bell, which also went on to make cheese, but I don't know if it was the same company they might have split off. I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Michigan Bell, Bell Labs, and the list goes on. There's, there's, in 1960, through 60s, AT&T pretty much bought them all up. And, you know, okay, that's what I thought. I was like, but then, yeah, but they had a bell as their official symbol forever until they got to, do you know what they call the new AT&T that uh, like circle with the lines kind of a like, I know nobody listening to this is going to be able to see what I'm doing with my hands, but it's I got circle you. and there's like, they call yeah. it the Death Star logo because it kind of looks like the Death Star. Oh, well, because they're you know evil. what I mean? Well, they're terrible people, but that's a whole separate. Because they descended thing. from a man who bombed a ferry Yep. And who to steal phone technology from yeah. other people. Yeah. Well, basically what I'm saying is had Alicia uh, gone to MIT and not gone to Oberlin College, he clearly would have known better. He'd have had this bad. I don't know about that because now if if 
Now I'm tracing it back. If the AT&T logo is the Death Star logo, then that means that Alexander Graham Bell is, is the emperor. And that means oh. that Edison is Darth Vader. And that means that Chris Neo is Jar Jar. <laughs> That's how it all comes together. So, <laughs> That's exact. I see that. That's a, there's a flow chart that, that lines up perfectly. So this Elisha, Alicia person had no chance, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Alicia Gray's lawyer stopped off for a scone. And that's why it's all Alexander Graham Bell. Except it had nothing to do with scones. This gets even more bonkers. Wait, what? There, are, there are claims that Alicia Gray's lawyers filed his patent 12 days before Alexander Graham Bell filed his. So how did Bell's get approved instead? When Gray was technically two weeks early? Well, here's the deal, bro. The guy approving patents, the guy at the patent office in their district, his name is, is Zeno. Chris Neo's <laughs> cousin <laughs> ancestor. Stephen Neo, a well-known patent douche. Now, dude, the dude's name was Zenus Fink Wilbur. Uh, no relation to Xena Warrior Princess. That's that's a joke. Do you get it, Zenus? Oh, all right. Hey, you jokes. Moving on. Zenus Fink, many years later, stated in an official affidavit in a police, oh, yeah, dude, in, in a police discussion. Zenus admitted he was a severe alcoholic and he had to constantly borrow money to pay for his addiction to booze. Why is that important? Well, old Xena patent princess, he happened to be borrowing from and was in heavy debt to his old Civil War buddy, Marcellus Bailey. Who's Marcellus Bailey? He just so happened to be Alexander Graham Bell's lawyer. Oh, man. Patent office drunk owes a ton of money to Marcellus Bailey, his old war buddy, who's a lawyer for Alexander Graham Bell. Dude. It's so obvious. Dude, uh, Xena patent prince Fisk Wilbur, he literally claims that he took Alicia Gray's patent on the day that he patented it, ran to Alexander Graham Bell, and oh. said, look, will you pay me for this? I got to pay my booze debts to your lawyer and Alexander Graham Bell paid him like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, so he really did. Dang. Dog, dude. You weren't kidding. This whole time you were joking. I was like, you are so joking <laughs> around what I'm trying to get to. Oh, crazy, man. Bro. Crazy. This is the wild, wild west back in the day. Shit was insane. So, Wait, yeah. so what about the ferry? Do you think he really blew up the ferry? Bro, I mean, I doubt it. But fuck, dude. I don't know. Like, this is, clearly he was okay bribing patent office alcoholics. So, I mean, was he, you know. Maybe honestly, his, I mean, his I, lawyer I did that. That's so that's so messed up, dude. That's all I'm saying, bro. Is every lawyer I know greedy, shady? Yeah, I mean, you slime can't, of the earth, bro. It's slime just, of the earth. That's true. That's true. And they're in league. Well, I mean, they're in league with. Well, by the way, um, for our millions of listeners out there, really? if you didn't listen, don't listen to the last episode. <laughs> um, but if you happen to uh, go through that painful experience. We were talking about this guy, Chris Neo, because uh, uh, Joe decided in all his notes that he the one shout out he was going to give was to a YouTube guy that had like 500 views, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> but like 5,000. This dude's like 500,000. He's like wicked popular. That's like nothing on YouTube now. It's like, it? I don't even know. No, that's like nothing. Yeah, and so I found that very funny. So now then I talked about Chris Neo for this. So now he will be a staple of our podcast. Yeah, forever. He's going to be referenced. 
He will never hear this podcast. And he's going to we- weave his way throughout history <laughs> like the uh, Illuminati or something. <laughs> the Neo-Nati. The, ooh. I liked your Xena. Your Xena. Z- Xena yeah, I like that. Yeah, I got uh, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Anyways. the point of all of that, point of all of that, late 1800s, the phone was invented. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to skip over the technological advancements because you don't want me. Nobody listening wants me to try and describe technology advancement. I'm not I didn't go to Harvard. I'm not uh, I'm not a liberal yeah. elite at MIT or Stanford. So, I mean, I just I don't get it. But you, you just, don't I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. But I mean, OK, so for real, at this point in history, my cell phone is doing something. I mean, it, it, at all times of the day, it, it's either playing music. You know, via Spotify or some shit, or like it's giving me directions, or I'm texting, or I'm playing Pokemon Go or anything else with my kids. Like my cell phone has replaced so many services. Like, like for real, dude. When's the last time you set a physical alarm clock? Shoot, I don't know. Uh, Do you even own one? Do you own right now a thing that is not your phone that is an alarm clock? I own one, but it doesn't work. But, <laughs> yes, yes, I own one, and. God, that's a good question, man. Right? Are, do do like does your do your kids even know what a an alarm clock is? No, literally, they they no. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, dude. I wasn't even set up for this. Uh, that just reminded me, dude. Uh, we were in a hotel one time. Sarah and I and the kids were doing something or whatever, and Raiden was playing with what he thought was just the radio. Of course, it was a clock radio, and he accidentally set the alarm to like four fucking forty five a.m. So the next morning at 4.45 a.m. it goes off. And, of course, we can't get Emery back to sleep. So now we're just awake. It's just 5 a.m. and we're awake and there's nothing. Yeah. It is beautiful. <laughs> but that's how little he knows about what even a clock is. He has. We have one, like, decorative big, like, it's probably like three-foot diameter clock that we hang on the wall. But otherwise, yeah. it's all – we don't have clocks. It's on the microwave. It's on the oven. They have no idea what that thing no is. No clue. They don't get – no, serious. They have no idea. that They just know what the hands move. And they don't know that it tells time. They, they just know that every now and again they go, look, it's pointing at the seven. I'm like, you're right, buddy. Great job at knowing what a seven is. And that's it. Hold on. How do they teach time to kids at school? Because we had the little wheel. Yeah, with I remember that. Yeah, I doubt that's even a thing, dude. I don't know that because, but, you know, Raiden's four. So he's not in school. School, he's in preschool, which they don't do time. Like, but I doubt that's even a thing anymore. I'm Who doesn't have a digital clock? I'm going to need a podcast update on when. Just clocks. Yeah, when your son learns to tell time, yep. how do they teach it? That's it. Genuinely, I I need to find that out. I'm curious. Like, I got a I got a buddy, sort of, kind of a buddy that teaches like that's that's his wife. To anyways, yeah, I'm gonna find that out just because wait, I'm curious. When was the first actual like? Wait, so wait, when was the first cell phone? Then that was the first phone, right? This is landline. Then we had landlines up until when? Uh, the very first cell phone was – got to scroll down here for a second because I wasn't going to get to that for a second. But uh, April 3rd, 1973, it was uh, – it weighed two and a half pounds. This thing was massive. It was Motorola essentially, kind of, sort of. Motorola wasn't really a thing yet. But 1973 was the first gigantic cell phone. Uh, okay. Wait. So wait. Wasn't there – wait. I thought there was stuff before that though. Like, well, there were in between pagers. There were pagers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, dude, we're not like that's yeah. We'll get to. I promise, we'll get to all that. So maybe just just catching up to today. Gotcha. If, if you include background apps like Spotify or you know, or maybe even YouTube videos, or whatever, like my phone's being used like six, seven hours a day, every day. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, do you play music with your phone? Well, the 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 only thing I can think of is is when I was in 
school, we had a writing, like our, um, I was in this competitive arguing thing. And our argument was to take all of this, um, all these different federal courts around the, the nation and their idea of what a cell phone is and whether or not you can search it and whether or not you need a warrant to search it. And I'm sure, mm. I'm sure the case law has like evolved a lot since then. But one of the arguments that people were kind of like laughing at even back then. So this was what, 2011, 2010, 2011, people were kind of like, yeah, it's not that strong of an argument was the fact that cell phones are part of your life and they contain more than just, they're more than just a computer that holds data. They are a representation of your person, of who you oh, are. Yeah. And they're way more like involved in your actual daily life than say a desktop computer. So they need extra constitutional protections uh, if the police are going to look at them. Um, but I don't know what happened with that. Hmm. I'm guessing they went the conservative route and they just, cause it, makes more sense legally just to compare them to a big, you know, computer with a bunch yeah. of data on it and just, yeah. you can search that for, for stuff. Um, so I don't know, but they need to have like, yeah, they're basically your phone is an extension of yourself at this point. Dude. Like I hadn't planned on any of this stuff for the episode, but like the, the whole shit in, uh, in the Bible about like the mark of the beast. And that might be like your technological. <laughs> Imagine if that's just your phone and they just have a chip that they implant into your hand. And now that's oh, just your, it's, it's your ID. It's the thing you do to call people or text people or to hook up to the internet or to buy things like, and that could very well, like your cell phone is that or like my phone right now. And for those of you at home, you won't be able to see this. That's my ID and my credit card in the slot in my phone. This one yeah. thing, if I lose it, I am, locked it's everything it's got everything it's already everything it is my life like that's everything right there it's it's every picture of my kid that i have it's every email to, it's it's how i can work on it if need be like it's not do you and sarah do you and sarah ever fight over phone usage like do you ever have fights about like <sighs> when you're on your phone and when you're not we for a bit there was a moment yes when that became a thing and we both had to realize that like when we are both home you know trying to be you know at dinner or whatever like we have to put it on like it yeah. became like a very real thing. Like we have to, you have to put it away. Yeah. We all do that. Did you and Lauren do that? Yeah. We still like, yeah, we've had fights over that because of my business. I'm like, it's work. Oh, so I'm yeah. fucking working. I'm sorry. I'm working. But then it's like, yeah. well, I shouldn't be, you know, it's a whole, that's a whole thing. That is literally a whole thing. Or it's like, I was working all day and I didn't get to answer any of my text messages or anything like that. So yeah, I didn't space out. I didn't get to, yeah. I didn't get to scroll Reddit or something for like 20 minutes just to, just to chill. Which now seeing it right now, how stupid. Sounds really sad, bro. How <laughs> stupid. Hey, <laughs> wife. Hey, woman who I pledged my love to. My <laughs> eternal heart. And I got to scroll fucking Facebook. Would you chill out? Like, we're sad, bro. Well, but, okay. Yeah. But that circles back perfectly. Uh, according to rescuetime.net, uh, the, the average oh. phone. Yeah, Rescue Time. Big, big site right there. So nice. yeah, shout out. Shout out, Rescue Time. Rescue Time. Uh, rescue Time. Fan of the show. Number one fan of the yeah. show. <laughs> We love rescue time. Love rescue time. Donate uh, yeah. support, please. <laughs> rescue time. They need you. Check out rescue time. Buy their shirts. I don't know if they sell shirts, but uh, the, the, at, in 2018, the average phone use was three hours and 15 minutes per day for adults, and that's active phone use, not like with the you know music in the background. Three hours and 15 minutes of the day spent actually holding your phone and doing shit. 
like scrolling Facebook or texting or checking emails or actually physically touching your phone. Not like, I mean, I let my phone play music literally all day. It, well, that was 2018, bro. So imagine uh, how much more it is now. And that's just two years. And I, I yeah. genuinely believe that. Now, according, according to Vox.com, V-O-X.com, average phone usage per day has steadily been on the rise since literally day one. There hasn't been a year in human history that we haven't averaged more time spent on our phones than the year before. In Vox.com slash Recode, uh, plenty of interesting articles, by the way. Vox, one by do not support them. <laughs> except, do except any article written by uh, Rainy Moya. Uh, it's awesome. There's one at least uh, about how tech companies tech companies are actually genuinely trying to help people use their phones less. Apple and Google, Apple and Google oh. both unveiled like features and apps and shit that help you track and you can set restrictions on your own screen time. Facebook and Instagram made uh, ways to literally snooze their apps. All of this stuff is attempting to push people to get off their phones. It's trying to. None of it worked. That's BS, none of it. Dude. Not a word. That's BS. That's literally the, – the more I read, the more it just felt like some PR bullshit. It's a PR – yeah. It's, it's a PR all thing. PR bullshit. Like, dude, I have it on my phone. Oh, my screen time was this. I don't care. Give a <laughs> Couldn't care less. Why dude, am I supposed to care about this? You can't. You can't. It's just It's just the future. We're just – we're going to keep using them. It's not going to stop. Get over it. Move along. Yeah. Well, dude, get this. Uh, because screen times have increased year over year, some people are starting to freak out. And some people – have taken upon themselves to make screen time illegal. They want to set legal precedent for how much, depending on your age, how much you're allowed to use it. And the more I read up about it, it felt more like, and those of you listening now, if you listened to uh, last month's episode on video games, uh, sorry. And and it feels a lot like the video games cause violence BS. Like Uh It feels very like, it's getting political rubs. Like Republican Senator Josh Howley or Hawley, from uh, from Missouri, he okay. proposed a bill that limits Facebook to thirty minutes a day. You're legally allowed thirty minutes of Facebook, and then it shuts down. Now, now, guess how many guess how many co-sponsors it got? Uh, four zero, <laughs> not a one. Well. But so, I mean, it ain't gonna go very far. But even if it does, maybe you know. It, it, anyways, it, even if it does, it don't worry because the the the, the general concept from techies, uh, according to Ethan Zuckerman, not Zuckerberg, a different guy, but Ethan okay. Zucker, Ethan Zuckerman from Vox.com. Uh, Vox, don't, don't support, support him. Don't support, don't support them. Him. But uh, I actually, I really enjoy this guy's quote. Ether Zucker, Ethan Zuckerman, quote, every time a new technology comes out, there's a moral panic that it's going to melt our brains and destroy society. Yet, in almost every case, we look back at these things and laugh, end quote. And I, I, I totally believe it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I totally believe it. And you want to know, want to know why I believe this, Vance? Would you like I, to know the reasoning? I, I trust this man wholly and completely. Ethan uh, Zuckerman. He's the go. director of the Center of Civic Media at MIT. Okay, that's important. So, for you, so for you uh, listeners who do, don't listen to the last episode, you poor souls. But we went on for quite a bit about Stanford. And MIT and a lot of uh, extra things like that, but we kept going back to that well. A lot of going back to that. Well. Yeah, and um, we're gonna keep going back to it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And it's not gonna be funny. It's not gonna be entertaining. <laughs> this is simply just for just Joe and I 
to talk about Stanford and MIT because, you know, we care about it. They're and liberal elitists, and I got to say, they know what they're talking about. They, they do. Wait, Joe, you know what I'm going to do? I think you should tell our listeners more about some random topic while I go and get myself a beer. You go ahead and grab yourself a beverage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is very uh, podcast. Super etiquette. professional. <laughs> super, super, super. Super. Chris Neo wouldn't be caught dead doing this. No. Well, Chris Neo doesn't drink. He's, no, of course he doesn't. Chris Neo is not fun at parties. He, no, he he has an extensive collection of lollipops that he <laughs> uses every day. That's what Chris Neo does. He uses <laughs> a lot of lollipops. Big Lollapalooza fan. As a man, can you be cool with a lollipop in your mouth? Uh, no. That's a that's a good question. I've actually I've I genuinely had that thought. It's bizarre you even bring that up. Uh, th- th- my kids got a ton of lollipops for uh, Halloween, and so we seriously have still from Halloween probably fifty. And every now and again, if I'm if I've had some beer, I <laughs> yeah. grab myself a lollipop, and I caught myself literally in the reflection of the microwave, like the like face. Fr- I saw myself with a lollipop. Like, what the fuck? Did you look cool? I mean, pretty cool, bro. Pretty, pretty cool. At first, it looked kind of like a cigarette. I was like, oh, you look pretty cool. And I looked closer. I was like, no. You, you, no. Because you know, really, really toothpick, cool. you're good. You can look toothpick's cool. Toothpick's cool. Toothpick's like like Razor Ramon. Toothpick's yeah. like you can look like a bad egg. Because you're flirting Ooh. with danger. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know if he's even still alive, but I saw a picture of him from like 2005. He did like a comeback. Oh, oh boy. He doesn't look good. Anymore. Didn't age well. Yeah, uh, a lot of steroids. Lot of st- when you stop doing steroids and you deflate, it's not a good look. Yeah, it never is. But if maybe if you jam a lollipop in your mouth, you you might crack that. Maybe you know what's crazy? I literally I might have one right here. I mean, there's there's no reason for anybody at home to even be paying attention. To this, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, all right, you grab a beer. I'll, yeah, uh, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, please, I'll BS please, please tell them about stuff and then uh, and please. BSing begins now. <laughs> yep, and uh, inform me when I get back what I missed. Yep. Best part about that is when Vance was talking in his little diatribe there, uh, I went and grabbed myself a beer. You might have even heard me set it on the table. There was kind of a clank. So uh, for those of you listening, we're both drinkers. If you're not drinking, uh, good for you. You can handle yourself better than me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a few. It's like, it's like 10 o'clock where I'm at. So anyways, a recent study published in the journal Human Computer Interaction found that people switched on average from one screen activity to another every 20 seconds. Now, I, I'd like to think that I actually hold my attention span a little bit longer, but I, I know I do that. If I'm on Reddit, I probably only like look at something for maybe a minute, and then I switch it back, and then I switch right back to Facebook. And speaking, speaking of switching back to Facebook, oh, it's the bourgeois, everybody. Listen, Welcome back there. Listeners, back there. don't have any beer, so I'm literally – Ooh. Just here with a bottle of wine. A little white wine. A uh, little, yeah, a little white wine. I got a little, um, this is the, okay, play the parlor music. Doo, 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 little, doo. And I'm going to tell our listeners about my beverage. A little this Pinot? Is a, this is a Chateau Thierry Blanc. Blanc. It's a Bordeaux style. Mm, it's mm. a, uh, oh, sorry, it's from the Bordeaux region. It's a Sauvignon Simeon. Um, it's a 2019. Um it's got 50% Sauvignon, and it's got 50% Simignon. I think I'm saying that correctly. And let's. I heard I heard the same okay. word there twice, but okay. Yeah, Sauvignon. I think it's Simignon. We got to get Lauren here to taste this, but I'll tell you guys the tasting notes and 
give you my thoughts on it. And uh, definitely do that. It's definitely got something to do with cell phones. So this is this is what people pay the big bucks to come see, man. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? Though? Guys. You can use. You can. They can't even see this. That's the best part. But now we have to have a, a segment now. By the way, folks, it's Monday. It's Monday night. Yeah, it's, it is. It's Monday, uh, it's Monday 10, night. Ten fifteen my time. Eleven fifteen Vance's, and you know, it's you're gonna have a drink or two. What are you gonna do? Uh, mm-hmm. This is gonna be now. This needs to be a segment where I um, open up a bottle of wine, and then I give my horrible, horrible critique because I we know need nothing. Give, we need to have music for this. Just Vance makes a drink. Cha cha. Hey, it's Vance gotta be makes a drink. Vance makes a drink. Hold on, it's drink, gotta be drink, like man. some sort of parlor music. Like I was, I was. Or like, oh, you know what? Vance makes a drink. I like it. Or like elevator music, actually. Is that like um? Is that a genre? Let's see. Hold on. I found this. I bet you that music sounds great through your headphones oh, and replay it again so through your oh, other so speakers. People's ears are exploding. Yeah, you can, you can get that shit. I think we're good. I think we're good, <laughs> think we're good on the wine. That's going to sound great coming from a phone speaker into a microphone but out through someone else's phone speaker. Shh, Joe, don't give him a peek behind the curtain. I mean, that was Vance whole... playing that. Vance is playing every instrument. We got a whole team up here, man. We got a whole team behind this. We got a sound guy. We got a, got a whole I don't know team behind everything is interesting. as a huge team. A lot, a lot of folks. All right. So catching you back up, sir. Yep. Um, okay. a, the journal... Human-Computer Interaction. Uh, that's a journal, apparently. Uh, I recently published a study that says, on average, people spend 20 seconds on a screen activity. Then they switch to another screen activity. So you watch something for 20 seconds, and you flip to Facebook for 20 seconds, and you go to Reddit mm-hmm. for 20 seconds. And I mean, I like to think I'm closer to like a minute, but I know I do that. Like, I'll look at Reddit for like a bit, and then flip to Facebook for like a bit, set my phone down, and then like 20 seconds later, pick it right back up. For sure. Guaranteed. 100%. So like that's that's where we're at is that we just can't put our phones down. No. So uh, let's go. Let's go back. Oh, go ahead. No, no. You get rewards for like iPhone now has a like a reward for your daily reading goal, and I think it's auto. I think it's auto set to like ten minutes. That's so sad. Yeah, but you that's shouldn't be reading good. on your phone. I mean, yeah. well, actually, I read on my phone. <laughs> if you want to e-read, I get it. I've read I've read articles online, but like grab a book. Uh, I I read on my book all the time. It's just easier. Yeah, that's all. well. That's agreed. But we're not talking books. We're talking cell phones. So, well, we're not talking when... wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. All right, cell phones. Let's do it. So, Fair what did enough. I miss? Uh, no, that was it. Uh, that, I, oh. that was literally yeah. You were actually a lot quicker than I expected. Yeah, I ran. I ran no, very the, fast. The song you just played lasted longer than the time. <laughs> Good. This is quality stuff. So, so where are we at in the right. in the? So let's the, uh, let's go back in time. Let's go back in time before cell phones. When do you think the first car phone was? The first car phone. I you you had this in the research. Um, it's got to be like in the seventies, dude. I in my head I thought like late nineteen sixties. 
1946. Wait, what? Wait, yeah, hold on. Yeah, there was a car phone before there was a cell phone, long before, way before. Why doesn't that count as a cell phone? Yeah, good. I mean, I guess technically, if you want to consider, I mean, it was. It was a mobile phone. The phone was mobile. I don't know if you consider it cellular. Car with you. Yeah, I mean, but dude, okay. So this thing, it was eighty pounds. This thing what? was massive, and oh it only God. in nineteen forty six. It only worked in Chicago. That was it. There were it only worked in Chicago, <laughs> and there were only three lines. <laughs> so, so if there were more than seven people using it at one time, like me calling you on your car phone, somebody else calling them on the if there were seven people, you were hearing each other. So within a couple of weeks, it, it was basically unusable because there were 22 people trying to use it <laughs> at all. So 22 people was enough to like, shut their system down. So they, they had to add more lines and it was, it just got really, but anyways, it got better and better until like the late seventies when it was cool i guess it was actually workable and adopted by more cities because like if you were driving from chicago to somewhere else your shit stopped as soon as you left chicago like it was it it was just done so it kind of got better and better but in the 80s when car phones pretty much started fading on the early 80s because you got your first brand new high-tech motorola pager in the 80s in the 80s is when they started to become marketable when do you think the first pager existed 70s 1955 Whoa, dude, this shit. I'm not kidding. Like when I said at the beginning, every date I've been wrong on every date that I would have guessed or whatever off by decades, decades. I would have way off. I dude, I don't know. But this thing, if you Google it, it's absurd. It's huge. It's ugly. And it doesn't even have uh, like the pages that I remember. My dad had a pager and it at least showed you the number of the person that was calling or number, like, yeah. you know, like 911 or, you know, whatever it, it said, like, you know, but this thing didn't even have that dude. It had a high band VHF frequency, and it basically it, it just gave you an attention tone, like it just made a bleep, and that was it. It was just like it, it had no display. It couldn't store messages. It couldn't store messages. It couldn't do anything. All it could do was notify you that a message had been sent, and so you were supposed to kind of more or less know like that must be from the office. So you then go grab a payphone and call your office because it's 1955. That sounds like the most anxiety inducing oh, thing in the world hey hey something important's happening can't tell you from who or who you're supposed to or where you're supposed to go just there that it's awful how that even like took off how that ended up being like because in the 80s and the early 90s everybody had it. like everybody how yeah. it got from that to what it did, i don't know i genuinely don't get like if i'm if i was a big time ceo and i saw that like you came to my desk with that in the 60s i'm kicking you out of my office like get the fuck like, no absolutely not the only thing i can think of is Every first conversation on any of these devices had to have been, yo, bro, isn't this cool? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, can, can you believe, believe this? I'm yeah. talking on my car, bro. Like that was it. <laughs> that was <laughs> most of the conversations for most of the cell phone age as we know it, if it yeah. started all way back then. Yeah. Like, so thankfully, uh, in 1992, phones, cell phones were able to figure out text messaging. And that's when pagers were wiped out completely. They were just done. Because at that point, what are you, what are you doing? We're, now, yeah. text messages still cost like a dollar a message. So which, when was the first actual cell phone? The first is 1973. Well, it depends on what you mean. 1973 was like the big brick you could yeah, dial brick. numbers. But like face displays and such came in like the 90s. Okay. Who made the first cell phone? That was – well, the first cell phone, like technically cell phone, was Motorola. 
1973 by Motorola, which is whatever. But then once you got to the digital shits, it, it kind of, well, we'll get to that. There's a whole, like, okay. a whole section on that. But uh, anyways, so, uh, and nowadays, for me at least, and I'm sure almost everybody, I use my phone as, as you know, Google Maps, or if you have Apple, Apple Maps or whatever, I just don't have an Apple phone. I think Google Maps is always, no matter where I'm going, it's like, even places I more or less know where I'm going, I still pull it up because, like, it's just, it's nice to have, or ways or anything to get you around traffic, like, all the shit. Like, yeah. That was the thing. But originally, there was a Garmin navigation system in oh, 19, yeah. 1989. Whoa. Dude, how much do you think this thing was? Guess a price on the 1989 Garmin. Dude, I remember those, when the GPSs came out, they were like four or 500 bucks. So I'm going 3,000. Dude, pretty close. 2,500. Like, you yes. Asked, that's about right. That's genuinely about right. But yeah. The first Garmin things were at least digital and had GPS. Uh, this thing didn't. This thing what did it have? Lit- it was literally just paper. You had, yeah, dude, it was just paper. It was like a kind of a boxy thing. And as you drove, it auto-scrolled this piece of paper from the top down. Like it was just a map of the road you were on. So you could choose whatever road you were on. It was basically like like an electronic map that moved sort of. It didn't give voice prompts. It didn't give direct directions. It didn't use satellites. It didn't do shit. It just had these giant rolls of maps that you could just you put it in, and you, you had to tell it when to start. When you started your car and got on the highway, you pressed a little thing that started it rolling slowly. And you had, to, you had to tell it how fast you were going so it could roll for that speed. And then when you got off that road, you had to park, pull out that roll of paper, Put in a different roll of paper and start it again. It's it's, it's the most ghetto. It's unreal. Now, oh, I, I apologize. I apologize. That was 1930. I, I do apologize. I was oh, off. it was 1930. That was 1930. Okay. That okay. was the ghetto ghetto okay. nonsense. 1989 is when the real first GPS Garmin came out. I okay, I was looking at that wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, 1930 man. was the bullshit. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else we got? 1981 was sort of a digital thing. Honda had an electro gyrocator, is what they called it. Hmm. It, it. It was pretty bad. Not gonna lie, it was pretty bad. Then there was an ETAC navigator that was at least electronic, and there was a screen, and it sort of showed you a dot, but it couldn't go very far. It, it, whatever. In 1987, there was a CD-ROM. You had to put in a CD, like an actual disc as the map, which was kind of getting cool. But then in, uh, in 1989, Garmin finally showed up and could do like, you know, kind of cool shit. You had, to, <laughs> you, I forgot about this. You had to have a fucking cassette deck and put in your cassette in there. Like to, to like make it work. The oh, map itself that. was a preloaded cassette deck, you know, much like, like a Nintendo, like the map itself literally looked like Nintendo Zelda. You remember like super Nintendo or not oh, super, yeah. like original Nintendo Zelda. It looked like that. And uh, speaking of Nintendo Zelda, Chris Neo does a, a YouTube video about him playing uh, Nintendo Zelda. Oh, uh, fuck, Chris Neo! Oh, Just number one, number one enemy of the show. Chris yes, Neo. I'm gonna have to check that out though for sure. I also, I'm gonna... I also think so. When did like because there are there's like a Supreme Court jurisprudence or shit. Sorry, there's like Supreme Court cases. Um, of uh, GPS surveillance by cops. And Dude. I think those started in like the 90s when they were... Uh, Late 90s. 
Yeah. Oh, you 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 don't. Uh, oh, that's in your research. Even uh, car rental companies were getting in on it. Car rental companies that had uh. GPSs in their cars were giving that information to the cops, being like, "Look, this guy made it from point A to point B in such and such time. He had to have been speeding." And they were trying to arrest people. It was like a big, oh. yeah. Which I admittedly, like, look, look, I know the police's job is one of the hardest jobs out there. I, I'm not arguing against the concept of catching people speeding. I've been caught speeding plenty of times. But if you didn't physically see me, no, uh, no, you don't get to. You don't get to d- d- calculate and uh, adjust that you probably were. It's like, no, that's not a. I don't. Well, that's just not fair. It's that's kind of what the there's a famous Supreme Court decision, and I think it's 2012. I think it's. Jones, I want to say. Uh, let me Google it. Yes, Jones. I was right. Um, that's basically, they basically said, look, you putting your, your GPS and tracking somebody, that's a search. Like you're searching yeah. in yes. terms of the Constitution. Like you Get are – and you need a warrant to do that. Um, they also, also just ruled um, that you can – it's not – it's not a crime or – I think it's that it's not a crime or not an interference with police activity or something like that to remove the GPS. You used to not be able to remove it. They used to be like, if you found that on your car and the, the cops were, were tracing you, you couldn't remove it. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, let, me, let me look this up. Interesting. Yeah. So they just ruled that, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. They charged him with theft. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, you found I'm not it. allowed to take stuff out of my own car. Yeah, if you find it on the bottom of your car, they he took it off, and then I think he like threw it away or something, and then they charged him with theft. And then it went all the way to Supreme Court, and they're like, now nah, you're allowed to do that. Yeah, this is my shit. I bought this. What are you talking like what that's insane? Uh, that's amazing. Uh, that is insane. That is amazing. Honestly, uh, that's fantastic. Okay, so 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 GPS. Like when is when does it enter like the modern GPS? Good GPS. Yeah, nineteen ninety. The okay. Mazda Unos Cosmo. Uh, I believe oh. it marketed as it was marketed as quote truly the space age of technology has arrived end quote. Which I mean it was ghetto as hell, but it was at least like you know the first one that sort of kind of you know got us to where we are today. That was the oh that's an ugly car stuff. too. Oh bro, it was all of it. If you, if you Google it, the nineteen eighty nine Garmin GPS was ugly all of these were just garbage they were all like purposefully trying to look space age like in the way that the 70s like star trek was trying to look space age but they yeah it completely same shit same shit okay so, yeah anyways an interesting oh so is that you said it was a 2012 was when that was uh that's the jones case that said that it was a search to monitor someone on the gps I feel like early 2010 have been a lot of legal stuff and GPSs and cell phones very similarly started getting really like under scrutiny. In 2011 was uh, the first like MD Anderson started researching to do cell phones cause tumors. And there was a whole bunch of lawsuits about, you know, kids that had used them or all this. Like it, it was, that was when it's like, cause it was so new. It, it was still like, it, yeah. it, was, it was so like, we weren't ready for it. Like, Is like, that a thing though? I thought that wasn't true. Oh boy. That is a good question. Um, depending on who you ask, it is or it isn't. Um, oh. Sum- Suman Katuya? Sure, I nailed that. She's a physician, uh, an MD, she's a doctor, all that. Uh, she is quoted as saying, with the increased use of mobile devices by younger children cha- and changes in patterns of its use, continued surveillance and re- research is imperative to better define its relation to brain tumors because she thinks 
as she goes on, she actually thinks that, that it does. And there's just a lot of people that still think that it does. And in 2020, according to Newsweek.com, uh, some courts have ruled that they do. Mobile phones have caused head tumors, court rules, and overwhelming contradictory scientific evidence. So, I mean, it, it bounces back and forth a lot. There's a lot of people that say it does, and a lot of people that say it doesn't. But as of, let me pull this back up. But as of 2020, there was actually a court case that ruled that it did. Okay, so you know what that probably was? That was probably like a court case didn't rule that. I bet what happened was the court case went to trial. They tried it in front of a jury. They convinced the jury that it did cause tumors. Yeah, the other people, twelve people. Yeah, the the they appealed it, and the the court didn't sustain the appeal. Which they're not saying that oh they court the court rules that it causes. They're just saying there's not enough evidence here, given this the really hard standard of proof to overturn this verdict. I, I guarantee that's probably what happened. I'm clear. Well, on that. now the now now that you said that, I'm pulling it up. The the court originally started this shit. It started in it was in Turin, Italy, and the uh, lower court originally ruled in 2017. Oh, it's it took them all the way in law. It took them all the way to 2020 to really come down with a verdict. And this is it, but this is Italian. Yeah. We don't trust the Italians, man. I you, mean, you heard of Casey have Anthony? You seen, have you heard how bad they're doing with the coronavirus? I'm just saying. Well, have you have you heard of Casey Anthony? Because because wait, it's not Casey Anthony. Wait, no, no. So I'm sorry, Foxy Noxy. I mean, Knox, Amanda Knox, the one that was accused of murder, and they found the 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 turd in in her uh, toilet bowl, and that's how she. Whoa! What? <laughs> Dude, I've you don't know how to any of Foxy. I'm, I'm Hold on. Yeah, just Google Foxy Noxy whenever you get a chance. Amanda Knox. It was Noxy a famous. Was I yeah, yeah. Is she's she been a bunch. Be hot. I mean, she's all right. Yeah, she's attractive. Dude, if you want to some entertainment, just go down that rabbit hole and watch the documentary. It's really good. Really, really sad and also she's, very um, infuriating. She spent four years in Italian prison for nothing, and she she didn't do it. No, it is, she no, because Italians don't have a system of of laws and and government like we do. They think that they do, but they don't. Right, we, have the, we have the next podcast. We're doing that. We're doing Italian lawsuits. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That would actually Hell be really yeah. fun. You would have to do the research for that one, and I'll be, no, I'll be not the other doing guy. the research. Nope. Nick's on that one. Hell yeah. no. Well, yeah. So that was the first, uh, at least they had to actually pay, like, not very much, but like 500 bucks a month or 500 whatever. I don't know what that little, it's not the pound. It might be the euro. Must be 500 euros uh, monthly for the rest of his life for this one kid because he, he claimed. That he used his cell phone for 15 years and now he has tumors and now they sued it anyways. So it's at least the first one turning the, the tide. Because I mean, to be fair, cell phones are required for work. Like it, yeah. I know your your business, my business, like I do sales, but it doesn't matter. Like constantly on or around or aware of what your phone is doing. Like it's required. So a lot of people, uh, you included, are either debating or have already regressed to flip phones and genuinely thinking about doing flip phones that can't do email and can't do internet and can't do Facebook. Like, have you thought any more about that? I know we we're talking about that the other day offhand, but like, yeah, are you going forward with that? I don't know. Cause 
I do think that it is a little bit of like liberal elitism because oh. when we were talking about it, when Joe and I were talking about it, it's like I'm so privileged that and I have so many forms of entertainment and and my life is so cush that I have to take my cell phone and I have the luxury of like being able to disengage from it. For some people, that's all they have. For most people, some people, some people don't even have a cell phone. It's exactly. Exactly. And I'm like trying to use it, but get away from it. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be part of it. We're pretty uh, good, But I do want a flip phone, but I thought about it and no, I can't get a flip phone because how do I text? I'd have to go back to that where you have to press the button over and over, you know, like <laughs> you got to like press three a couple of times. Yeah. Like C is one, one, one. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. I was so fast at that though. Dude. So good. I guess there was a point when I could text without even looking at my phone. Like, in class, Oh yeah. I could text you like a new one, two, three with C and then whatever that it was like one, two, three, four, five. Like, it was just, that was just, I had, you had it down. Yeah. What was that called? It was T9. Is that what that was? Is it, I think it was called T9 or some shit. Yeah, oh, man, like the predictive text or something. Yes, something yes, like dude. That. Oh, my God. I got good at that. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I forgot about that. Well, so, yeah, so apparently that's a thing now. Razer uh, is even coming back. Motorola Razer is coming back. Their flip phone. Do we talk about this? What their new flip phone is caught, what they're charging people for the new flip phone. It still has this kind of a screen, though, and it can still do a bunch of shit. It's okay. $1,500. Wait, this is 15. Fifteen hundred dollars today, coming out like soonish. It's like their new shit. Wait, wait, wait. Is this an actual flip phone, or is this just like it still does all the cool shit? It just looks like a flip phone. So it's like you could, if you want to look like you're retro, but yet still not be. It's for douchebags, is what it's for, oh, what it's oh for bro. It's, it's it's for it's for people who are like, oh, I have a flip phone. I don't. But then when they pull it out, they can still do all the other shit. But like they get they get the best of both worlds for fifteen hundred dollars. You know what I want? I want a replica of the oceans 13 flip phone that um al pacino gets oh this? man v- vaguely yes yeah he gets the like golden one and he's very excited about it and now when you look back on it that movie it's you're like piece of shit. that looks terrible <laughs> dude <laughs> that's true of any self like i've noticed that the, the trend lately with cell phones and movies is that they don't show the actual phone itself for very long like early 2000s uh-huh. they zoomed in on the person opening the phone with like a fancy flip or like the ones that pressed a button and it went click and like or whatever like they, at first they were trying to show off like look how space age this phone is in a very james bondy way and now they've gotten to the point they're like by the time we release this film this phone is going to be ancient so like just don't show it just move the fuck along you're right and oh, or or they or what they do is they do like what they do in Avengers where they show the screens that you can move with your hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You have to take it that far. You have to take it that far to be impressive. Because if you're not going to take it to that level and you're just going to show like the newest iPhone, your movie might not come out for eight months and there's already another new iPhone. So you're already outdated. You can't do it. You, it's just you can't. It can't be done. It looks terrible. It looks. Oh, it, it does. It purpose. It dates your film. It's absurd. Yeah. It, it really is. Well, dude. Okay. So get this. Researchers uh, at San Francisco State University, which I'm ah SDSU, they're, they're, wait, they're no yeah, San Francisco State SFSU. E, wait, SFU, SFSU, San Francisco State University, Sifisus, at all Sifisus, at all Sue. They conclude. Well, I mean, first of all, they're not MIT, 
and they're not Stanford. They're but not, so they clearly, don't count. Clearly, they're not. They don't know what they're doing. But Agent they Doctor. they have concluded that smartphone addiction, uh, with it how it triggers your brain receptors, it pretty much it mirrors opioid dependency, like yeah. in so many ways. Like of the people researched in the study, there was an immediate correlation between people who use their smartphones more. Those people also express greater feelings of loneliness and depression, which is true of people addicted to opioids. They do it to kill the pain. I mean, we, we all do. We, everybody uses some form of escapism to kill the pain and whatever that is. But opioids are a very good. And we do it with Facebook, too. Not else. me, Joe. Not now, me. You are above it, bro. Do you want to know about the wine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't kill any pain. I'm, meanwhile, I'm drinking my second IPA. It's 9%. Uh, yeah, not me. Not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. Glug, glug, glug. But, but those Hold on. people. Pull there. your phone back out. Give me some more. Give me some more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's escapism. It's, you know, it's immediate. And not to mention, it can be tailored to you. Your Facebook page is full of your friends or what you care about. Or Reddit is full of the subreddits you care about. Or your Tinder. Or your, not Tinder, but Twitter, whatever the fuck. You like video games? Perfect. Your smartphone yeah. has it. Facebook has Facebook has games. You can go on Facebook and play games. Can play. You like sports? Fuck yeah. You can watch them on your phone. Politics, news, all of them have apps. Everything is literally anything from puppies to porn can be pulled up immediately. Yeah. We're at the core of this shit, we're all just animals, dude. Like we're just monkeys. And I know that yeah. anybody listening, if you, if you don't want to believe that, I'm not trying to argue anything. I'm not trying to talk. I don't want to talk you into or out of anything, but we are Uh-oh. base. I'm not going there. Not yet. We can do an episode on that later. But whatever. I have a moral qualm with what you just said. I, I, yeah, I ain't no monkey boy. Anyways, I honestly think we're not ready for what we've stumbled into with these smartphones. Like we're just not as people. Like for, okay, for for one concrete example, the people in this study from from Sifisu, the people at San Francisco State. Yes, yeah, Sue. Sue. Uh, the, those, <laughs> those who claimed they used their phones the most also admitted they can't focus on simple tasks on their phones anymore. Shut they up. can't. They can't even watch TV without also scrolling on their phone. It's become. It's literally pulling people away from the present moment. It's pulling people away from reality. Oh, dog, it's me 100%. Yeah. I watched that fucking show, Love is Blind, and I'm hooked. <laughs> I am hooked that's on a that great show. show. Dude, oh my gosh. Like, I, Yeah, I can't even. That's We could do a whole episode on just like, oh, wow, we could. On Bachelor and Love is Blind and that kind of thing. I know my I know my reality shows. Bachelor, Love Island, and Love is Blind are my two. They're my, anyways, it's an addiction. It's a real addiction. But you also can't stop. Like it, 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 the show is an addiction and my phone's an addiction. And when I watch a show, I'm on my phone. It's a double time. Like, okay, dude, like we both used to smoke cigarettes. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. I smoked more than you and for longer. But anyways, we both like, we know what an addiction is. Like, you know, it feels the same when you're craving grabbing your phone. It's the same as when you're craving grabbing a cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It is the same like mental like cue. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude. Unconscious, like, yeah. Pick it up. It's it's cerebral. It's not it's not frontal cortex. It's fucking base level. Like it's yeah. Like dude, okay. At least at least for me, I don't know if this was ever you, but when I back in the day when I used to smoke, and like Christ with this COVID stuff, like it says it, it hits the hardest people with the worst lungs. Like it hits people the hardest who have the worst. Thankfully, thankfully I quit. But that's not a point. Anyways, I remember waking up whatever Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Sunday. I remember waking up needing. Now let me be clear, needing, not wanting, not you know craving. So 
need motherfucking need yeah. cigarette. Thankfully, you know, whatever move but I remember that. That's that is a physical, literal addiction. And I, yeah. I don't want to make light of phone addiction because I do think it's a real issue. Like and cigarettes and then prescription opioids and alcoholism. Hey, cheers. <laughs> I, I know those are I know those are all real things, but lately it, they all feel the same. It, it feels like you know what I mean? Like there's a chemical release. You, your your brain is releasing dopamine when you pick up your phone. In the same way that it was releasing whatever the fuck it releases when you take opioids or drink or cigarettes or any of it, it's it feels pretty much the same. Yeah, and it's like what I think of. Well, a good example of that is when you get a new iPhone. When you upgrade your iPhone, it's the best feeling ever. First of all, Samsung for me because Samsung's better than iPhone. But that's oh, we don't need to go down that road. But yes, goddamn green messages. Sarah and I got new Samsungs like six months ago or whatever. For the first month, we couldn't fucking put them down. It was just like, look what it does. Look what it does. Look what it does. It's a bunch of shit I don't need and I've never used since. But look what it does. Look what it does. How did I not have this in my life before? How have I lived without this piece of fucking? It's all the same. And I can't wait to get the next one. Yep. As soon as they drop it, I'm going to have it. Yep. That's like, uh, to be fair, I'm not going to go stand in line overnight for the new phone, but like, I'm going to get it like day six. You know what I mean? Like week, week two, I'm going to have that. You're that big of an Android person. Oh, fuck Apple for the record. Fuck it. We have Samsung TVs and my phone can control my TV at all times. I can just like, I can just like do a little thing and just throw it like, push it. Yeah. I push it on mine. Yeah, but only, yeah, but but my Samsung TV, I can mirror screen. I can watch stuff that's not allowed to be streamed onto TV, like because like the ESPN app has a cast button, and like uh, all of them okay. have like whatever's. I can just press a button, and whatever's on my screen, like in theory, not that I've ever done it when the kids and my wife are asleep. I can pull porn <laughs> up. I can I can pull up anything on my can TV. Can I do that? Hold on yeah. a second. It, I, I what I've found is without the actual like, I don't know, legit Samsung. Thing, yeah. Samsung TVs allow me to literally just press mirror screen and just whatever's uh, on my phone. Like if I'm playing, if I'm playing chess on my phone, it's just. I'm sure Apple TVs and Apple phones, same shit. I'm sure it's all the same. But at this point, we've bought in the Samsung. I'm too far in bed. I'm not going to go then buy a new Apple TV. I'm just not going to do it. The reason why I don't like. Don't worry about hey, the pause. little little technological issue there. We're back. <laughs> Everyone's so, so, so re- excited. So, dude, the billions of listeners were on the edge of their seat. Oh, man, they were so excited that we had yeah. stopped. The re- <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm listening to this out of obligation. If you've made it this far. Yeah, if you've made it this far, you are either family to Vance or I or Joe's one of mom. three phantom fans that I think we have. Okay. All right. Well, it's dear God. I it, it's it's my mom, me. Phyllis. What up, mom? It's uh, it's Sam. What up, Sam? Uh, it's it's a friend of the family guy. What up, guy? I love okay. you, bro. And then like four other people I've never met, and that's it. There we go. Probably hello, like uh, hello, hot. four other people. I love you all. And hopefully, Chris Neo eventually. Fuck. But the reason why I like Apple is because I've become an insane person. And I am very paranoid about people being able to like frame me for stuff that I didn't do. And Apple protects your privacy more than any other company does in terms of like not being able to let someone else access what's in your cell phone. Um, They won't, they can't do it. And so that's why I took off my, (laughs) 
I took off. Lauren doesn't know this. She's gonna think I'm so so stupid. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm hiding from. I'm not committing. Lauren, I don't know if you ever listen to this, but what up, dude? I like. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for marrying my boy. There's absolutely no way she makes it this far. Oh fuck no! Sarah has listened to zero minutes. Yeah, I have recorded twelve hours of podcasts, episodes of shit. She's listened to zero of them. Yeah, I believe it, and she shouldn't. She shouldn't listen to one minute. Never will. It's not worth your time. Speaking (laughs) of time. Um, but yeah, that's why I took off my, you know, they have that facial recognition where it, it unlocks. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. No, I took that off because what if like, I'm like in the jail cell and they just hold it up to my face, they can unlock the phone. So they have to, it has to, it has to be, and then it's unlocked and then they can access it. So by having the passcode only, they can't do that. That's scary. They could knock you out. Yeah. Yeah. In theory, yeah. or get a picture of your face or something. Well, I don't think it does that, but uh, well, no, it does. I saw the the most recent one. At least there was a, the the thing on Reddit where it was a, an Asian woman had it, and she handed her phone I to her it. admittedly similar looking Asian friend. And I know that I might be racist, sorry, but whatever. Uh, and her friend unlocked it just straight away, just by looking similar to her. Well, and and that also it also makes me think like, so I went to a friend's house who had, I don't, why do y'all, why do y'all measure people with kids? Why do you measure things in months? We it doesn't it. make any sense. It's, uh, it's, it's, we, I hated it. As soon as my kids turned two, I quit with the month shit. I was like, I'm done. You're two. You're yeah. two now for 12 months. I can't two. keep doing it. I don't, I'm not good enough with math. I'm not good enough. Yeah. My partner's kid is like 27 and a half point. No, 66, no, 62. no. 23 months. Then you're two. Then you're yeah. fucking two. You are yes. two now. I agree, but I went over and to their house, and it, this this baby was was little. It was like six months, seven months, something like that. But you have to at that point because it's not. You can't say it's one because it's not. Yeah, it's zero. So you got to get true. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I just turned on the TV and was just sitting there watching Sports Center, and they're like, "Hey, so I guess that's the first time that 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 our baby has seen the, a screen." Because we want to limit screen time for our kid. So thanks for doing it. And I had it on for a while. <laughs> and so I I was like. What? Sorry, guys. So what is like, what is you? That's what I'm interested in. What is Sarah and your protocol when it comes to like screens and stuff like that? Um, each of our kids has their own iPad. Okay. They, they are not allowed to use. When it. did they get it? Uh, Raiden was two when he got his oh first one. Wow. But here's the caveat: um, they're not allowed to use it in the house. Basically, they're only allowed to use it if we are driving or flying somewhere. Because okay. I do, and this is just this is just the thing. I don't know how parents put up with children in the days before iPads. Or yeah. whatever, Game Boys or whatever. Did we talk about this last time? I feel like it's. it's I think so. Yeah. Oh boy, I was drunk then, and I'm getting closer <laughs> to drunk now. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, that's right. Because I was like, wait, what the hell did they do in the covered wagons, dude, on the Oregon yeah. Trail? You played with sticks or a ball or some like horsehair doll that looked nothing like an actual doll. Like it, 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 I don't know, but they had to have had nerves of steel, or they just drank a ton. Maybe that's why. The forefathers drank so much because, like, dude, if we're on a plane and these kids don't have an iPad, I'm gonna lose my. Mind. Oh, that's just why they just no, dude. They just smacked them. 
that. That's why. That. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, I, I, I've still yet to hit either one of my kids. And <laughs> Good. All right. I, I hope I never do, but you heard how I phrase it. I said yet. I didn't yeah. say I've never. I said yet because, who I've been close. And if we were on a plane for six hours, or we're, we've been on road trips from from you know for six hours or more, yeah, it, they can't, if they're not watching something, if there's not something to distract them from the mind numbing monotony that is a six or seven or longer hour road trip, like they just go batshit, dude. Like they, they, I mean, I, them. no, I don't, I don't blame them at all. I get it, but you gotta shut the fuck up I'm, i like i'm losing like so it's like here fine here's pokemon or here's whatever i don't care just just take this and shut up and they do they each have headphones they each have ipads they have their own color coordinated everything just take this and shut up so wait when are they gonna get there's a cell phone <sighs> that's a question that? dude. well no dude yeah i've thought about that because uh some of their cousins are eight seven eight seven or eight they're in like second or third grade um in order for them to call their friend, like, dude, when we were, when did we meet? Uh, 11? We were like 11 ish? Yeah, seventh grade, sixth grade. 10, 10 11, something like that. Yeah, anyway, like that. I used my house phone and I called your mother's house phone, which I still know by memory. I could still uh, dial your mom's house phone today. Oh, what? Shit. what? 512. You don't want to give that out on air, bro. We got billions of listeners uh, right now. You can't trust them. Uh, that's true. Good point. Can't get that up. Chris Neo. Starts with a seven. I could go the rest of it, but we're going to move forward. Yeah. I could dial that by memory right now. Point is, I picked up my physical house phone and I called your mother's physical house phone. Yeah. My kids don't have a physical house phone. Their friends don't have a physical house phone. So they have to take my cell phone and call their parents, their friends' parents' cell phone. Oh, okay. So like, I, I don't want them to do that. I don't want... I don't know your friend's dad. And if we're not buddies, I don't want him to have my number. Oh, so like, man. I don't know what age we give him a phone, but it's going to be real soon. Get a landline, it's gonna, dude. It's going to be, no, fuck that. It's going to be a flip phone. I'm going to get you a cheap, uh, not a $1,500 razor. I'm going to get you a f- cheap phone that sorry. has minutes. You're going to have like 100 minutes a month. If that's even still a thing. I don't even know that's a thing. I'm not even kidding. I, I don't even know no that's a thing. I just hope it's a thing where you're going to be able to call like 12 different numbers. You're going to be able to call your buddy, John. You're going to be able to call Stevie down the street. You're going to be able to call me and mom, and that's it. You're not going to call anybody else. You're not going to do it for very long periods of time. Like I, but that's a real thing because a, another friend of mine asked you said something like, yeah, I, I had to give my kid my cell phone. I handed my kid my cell phone and had them call their friend's mom. So like, no, I don't, that's, I don't want that. Yeah. It's awful. It's I don't like want that worms. connection. I don't want them to then text me later like, hey, your kid. No, no, don't talk. That, to me. that brings up two things. It's like – one that 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 would be my worst nightmare of like getting a dad or a mom who really wants to chit chat and just just go on and on and on. And yeah, that's oh, horrible. I've been at some kids' birthday parties. Oh boy! And you just because you can't go anywhere. You can't oh, go. God. It's not like you're at a bar and you can just fake it. Like, well, I'm going to the bar now, or like, or oh, that's my buddy. I can leave. Like. We're all at Chuck E. Cheese. There's nowhere else to go. I can't pretend we're leaving early because we all know I'm not. So I'm just stuck listening to you talk. You can look at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> pretend I got an email or some work shit. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I've, I've done it. It's oh, I've done that. I got to sure. take this call. I got I to I I take this work. Yeah. It's Saturday at 4 p.m. I, I just got to. Hey, bye. It, Dude, 
awful. Other people's other it is kids' legit awful. That sounds that, yeah, that sounds like my worst nightmare. And the other thing too that the, your kids are not going to get, and that kids aren't going to get, is that terrifying, terrifying call that you made in like sixth grade to the girl you liked or guy that you liked a oh, uh, house and their mom picks up and their mom and their, their dad. dad. Oh my God. And you had to be prepared. You had to have that script down. Of, Hello, Mr. So-and-so. This is Vance. Uh, may I speak to, and you had to have that already. Yeah, we're calling to do something study. Cause math, uh, can we, uh, study in books, uh, your daughter there or what? Is, what is, 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 yeah, I remember when I was calling um, the the girl that I stole from John. I think you know who it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, wait, I, the, the girl that we saw at the concert? Yes. Uh, when I was calling her house, um, <laughs> uh, her parents did not like me because we were writing uh, love notes to each other um, that they didn't like. So that Physical was always, love notes? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, what was that, like fifth grade or something? Oh, my God. And so they didn't like me. So when I called, man, I had balls of steel calling that number. I was, I still did it. But they don't have to go through that. <laughs> no. Now, now they will have direct. Dude, now they send pictures via Snapchat that are deleted in like a minute or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're permanent. Like it's, it's I, I'm. I'm equal parts jealous of what my kids will be able to do via all of this. And also horrified that yeah. you could send it like either one of my kids could send like a, a naked picture or receive a naked. Like it, it's, it's horrifying what cell phones have opened up. The future is so open-ended. It's, it's the fucking wild, wild West. They're making it up as they go. But then I think the, I think the most positive thing and the good thing that comes from cell phones is the connectivity. Like, yeah, you're watching the show uh, and you're on your phone, but you're probably on your phone connecting with other people. Usually. And usually like you're on your phone connecting with other humans online, which brings, which is good. And it's also brought a lot of good to the world. And it also is a good thing. And like, I wouldn't know what's, what's going on. Well, it's not like we actually talk about anything on our group thread, but no, but I love our group. Thread. I yeah. Really but, yeah. So like we can like screw around, yeah. but not be in the same place. And you didn't get that back in the day. So that's good for those listening. And you know, all two of you that have made it an hour plus into this like, part two. Yeah. Vance and I, and our friends from back in the day, none of us live near each other anymore. Vance lives out in DC. I live in South Dakota. Then some of them in Texas, like, but we still have a group thread so we can still BS. And so when we do see each other in person, it felt like no time has passed and it's a beautiful thing. And I think everybody, I think most people, I hope for their sake, most people out there have that with their friends. And it's, so. it's a beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Group threads probably are the best thing to come from cell phones, in my opinion. Like you yeah. can still keep up because Facebook is nice. You can keep up with things, but that, that's a whole separate issue. It's there's a show to Facebook. There, there's a, there's a, yeah. You gotta, there's Facebook. A, no, because Facebook, it just makes you depressed because no one is actually posting. No one's actually, everyone's posting the good stuff. It's and, only uh, the yeah. good stuff. It, it, well, dude. Okay. So get this, that circles back perfectly. Uh, vice president of user growth at Facebook. Uh, her name is Chomph Palihapita. Okay. I'm, 
I'm positive I nailed that just perfectly. Yep. Anyways, you're good. She, she recently went to an audience of college students at none other than the liberal elitist Stanford University. But, oh, yeah. Old Chomp. Oh, it's a he. I'm an asshole. Sorry, dude. Uh, Chomp, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're not, you know he is. Chomp, I know you're listening. First of all, if you ever meet Chris Neal, kick him in the dick. Secondly, I'm sorry for calling you a girl. But he, <laughs> Chomp, admittedly, uh, he literally admitted in front of all these people that Facebook purposely creates feedback loops to keep users hooked on Facebook. And they know it's depressing people. They know it's it's a purposeful every time you log in, you see the best of people and you compare it to your worst of times. So then you look at more of the best of people because you want to see it and then you compare it more to the worst. Of, it's addictive. It's, I, it's, it's purposefully I done. I am absolutely shocked. <laughs> Nobody saw this coming. That was the revelation of the decade. Yes, I mean, that, it's, dude, it's gotten so bad that there is literally a scientific name. You know that feeling when you think you're getting like a phone call or a text, so you reach in your pocket and you realize your phone's not even in your pocket. It's somewhere. Yeah. It's on the charger. That's you, that phantom buzzing. Phantom, it's, yeah. It's literally, it's called phantom vibration. I've heard of this. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a thi- We've all gotten so addicted to the constant feeling of being connected that even when we're not connected, we fake it. We, we, we literally hallucinate. Much like, you know, when you dream of like being a billionaire or like, you dream of being on oh, the beach. With, I dream that's of being my on the number beach. one dream. All the time, or like I dream of being on the beach with Jennifer Lawrence. Like we hallucinate the things that we really want, and then this has started to take hold in the real world. We physically hallucinate the feeling of getting a phone call or a text. Joe, Joe, oh my God, oh I just remembered this. All right, so my nephew, um, shout out to my nephew, um, Aiden. Um, he is. 16 yeah he's 16 maybe 17 he was showing lauren and i there are people that start like i think instagram they create an instagram account for leonardo dicaprio and then they have a relationship with leonardo dicaprio where they assume the role of leonardo dicaprio and talk to themselves and then they go back and they talk to to leo and Leo and them have a relationship and they post it like online for like people to see of their relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio. And it's called something. And like Aiden thought to his credit was like, dude, these people are insane. This is hilarious. And was like, there's like famous videos, like making fun of them. But that is definitely a thing. And I had forgotten about it until now, but yeah, that it's gone way past that, dude. That's so sad. <laughs> That's so sad. That's horrifying. But that is yeah. so sad. But it's like, I mean, I don't know what I think about it because I'm it's like sh- I'm sure I would have done it. I guarantee you, I would have done it. Why would I have done it with though? That's the question. Alicia Silverstone, I'd have done that for sure. <laughs> I don't think I would. I think I would have um, been too oh afraid of the God. Dude, here's something I wasn't planning on saying, but uh, I don't know if I should name the school we went to, but I made a anti our school Zanga page. Oh, I remember that. Still a thing. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, I got uh, I got caught by the librarian. That's who's right. A good, who's a good friend of ours, mother. Uh, shout out. I don't want to say any of their names just in case it doesn't matter, but I love her and I love our good friend. They're both very great people, a great family, but she caught me. And I then went 
and changed it that night and pretended as if I wasn't me. And it was like, you thought you caught me, but you didn't. You only caught Joseph. You didn't catch the real mastermind behind all that. Meanwhile, it was me. It, I was caught. I was, <laughs> they believe I you? Was, no. I'm just showing me. I don't know, but I fucking hope not. I'm sure more, I don't want to say her name. I'm sure yeah. Mrs. 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 Uh, definitely saw right through that bullshit. That's how sad. Dog, that was so sad. Like we were in seventh grade and our school went from sixth grade through 12th grade. And I only listed seventh grade teachers. That narrows it down pretty goddamn quick. I wonder who this could have been. There's only 50 of us. What I would give to see that site now. Oh my God. I'm so glad that's gone forever. That was sad and horrifying. And you know what else is equally horrifying? Uh, That last bit that I said about being on the, the beach with Jennifer Lawrence. That wasn't what I originally wrote down. I originally wrote down being on the beach with Pamela Anderson because I couldn't think of a recent celebrity. That's how out of touch. I had to Google. I literally Googled hot young celebrity. I felt so sad. I was like, who do I say in here? Jennifer Lawrence. Cool. I'll go with that. That's a, that's a reference the kids will get. Uh, anyways, Pam Anderson, um, she's still worth $12 million, Oh, by the way. She, oh, uh, have you Googled, you Googled her recently? No, I'm not just sure she. She's 52 years old. I'm not going to rip on a 52 year old woman and how she looks because that's a cheap shot. So I'm just going to let that be, and you can see it for yourself. It's, uh, yeah. Anyways, meanwhile, Carmen Carmen Electra is 47 and a smoke show. But I'm moving on because hotties gets me to the last point that I want to make, and how connected we are to our cell phones and whatnot. Tinder, Tinder and Grinder and Bumble and eHarmony yeah. and all these things that you can check. Those are so dated, I bet, Joe. I bet. Oh, I'm sure. There's got to be something stupid. It's so sad. I don't know anything about any of them. I just <laughs> Google all this information. Well, dude, okay, so get this. Uh, how many countries in the world do you think use Tinder? I don't know. I even know how many countries in the world there are. I don't either, but 196 of them use Tinder. How many people per day do you think use the app worldwide? Tinder app? Yeah. Per day, log in. One, one billion. Oh, wow. Uh, 9.6 million. So, I mean, a little less. <laughs> Look, so, little less. those impoverished people in yeah. the federal country it's, it's are like, not looking like Tanzania for... Tanzania isn't going on Tinder. They're not swiping. Okay. Guam, not a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really... <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, of these 9.6 million people, on average, they check Tinder 11 times a day. Why wouldn't you? I mean, seriously, if I was if I was still young and single, fucking okay. So, so 9.6 million people they log in on average 11 times a day. How many swipes, left and right combined? How many swipes per day? Uh, per person or total? In, in total, one in day. total. One day, how many swipes? Per person or total? Total. Add it up, everybody. One billion. One point six billion. Oh whoa. Dude, we could do just diving into some of this, we could do an entire episode on Tinder and eHarmony and whatnot. So I won't go too deeply, but just a couple of random ass facts. eHarmony claims that 71% of women and 69% of men meet their spouse within one year of signing up for their site. Yeah, but it's it's got a little little I'm sure it's got a little star like our podcast does you want your star here's a star that stat came from datingadvice.com which i'm sure is a fine (laughs) i'm sure is a fine website full of legit information but the little star at the bottom (laughs) claims that quote 
when you sign up through the links for our site, we earn referral fees. <laughs> so they're literally admitting, like, look, we're trying to, we're getting paid to send you there. But yeah, so online dating with Tinder and Renaud, people use their phones all the time and, and they've literally replaced face to face interaction. Like, that's yeah. what phones are doing. You could be at a bar right now. I, I went, I was in Denver at a bar with a buddy who was recently, he wasn't divorced. I think he might have been, doesn't matter, but they'd recently broken up. He's recently single. We're at a bar. And I'm looking at many attractive women all throughout the bar. And I'm like, dude, you, should, you know, what, why aren't you? He goes, nah, nah, nah. And he pulls out his phone instead and starts swiping left and right instead of just walking up to the hot girl at the bar. That's yeah. that's where we're at now. And I don't know if it's better or worse. I don't have a, you know, I'm not, my point is, I'm not, I don't know shit. Well, that's, I, th- I think what's worse, I think it's good in the sense of like, I think the physical attraction is super important. Like, I think that needs to be. You have to have that. Well, yeah, if, we can't if really that's not a thing. Yeah, you have to have that. So that I think is is okay. Like whatever, we need that. The the thing that I think is bad is that I think that people when I'm I, I think about I this like stresses me out because I think about when I met Lauren. When I met Lauren, we got set up through friends in school who knew that we were both single. I didn't know anything about her. They just like set us up um on this awkward like bowling date where we all went but like it was just for the purpose totally of forcing y'all together exactly it was the purpose of us meeting and like i didn't know anything about her i knew all i knew was that she was hot and that she seemed cool but i didn't know anything about her so i got to learn about her and i got to say i got to confirm things that i liked and most of them were like in line with what I liked, which is what formed our connection. But now when you are online, read their profile and then you make those connections through this screen and you say, okay, I like this. I like this. I don't like this. And then not only do you like not get the elation or, or the, the funness or whatever you want to yeah. call it of like identifying things that you both Discovery like. Discovery or whatever. Yeah. But you also judge the person for stuff online that you probably wouldn't, if you just met them, like you wouldn't be like, Oh, I don't like this person because of X or I don't like this person because of Y, but because it's in their profile, you're like, you write them off when they could have been a match for you. And that I think is the, with the dating stuff, that's gotta be like the hardest and most detrimental thing because you, it is, it is a known thing that in like, psychological profiles of I'm into like Enneagrams and Enneagrams is based on science and the same Enneagrams are never a couple. They're never the same. It's always the couples that work are always different. So you want your partner to be different from you. You want your partner to handle conflicts different than you do. You want them to think differently, to process emotions differently because it can work and you can teach you something and it can also temper or highlight your strengths or weaknesses. But I feel like people are just so judgy now that oh, they'll just read negative stuff and then they'll be like, nah, I don't like this person. When yeah. in the old days, they would have liked them. No, that, that makes perfect. I mean, first of all, it's, it's as simple as, you know, quote unquote, opposites attract. Like that's been a thing since forever. Like that's, that's you know. Yeah. But also... Uh, there's a status reading. It's like 67% of people who, uh, or no, 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 that's, that's this. I set that up wrong. 
uh, people on eHarmony that allow their Spotify uh, information to be shared uh-huh. get a 67% increase in matches because people just see music that they like. So they go, oh, well, you like the same music, so we must be whatever. But it did not correlate to an increase in uh, marriages. It just, huh. people, they just snipped one thing. and Like, oh, we like the same movies, or we like the same songs, so we must get along. But it didn't actually correlate to any long-term. It's just people look for that and just jump on it. Because yeah. we do. We are so judgy nowadays. Yeah. We would rather look for that, like, oh, you like you know, Modest Mouse, and I don't like mine. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you like that, so I don't like it. So we can't possibly get along. You like a different type of music than I do, so we must hate each other. Yeah, and what if I would have saw? What if like Lauren and I were paired up on some dating app, and I read something, or she read something, oh. and then there, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, and you never would have never met my wife, Sarah, and I met under some of the weirder circumstances, but a circumstance that we had. I mean, at the time, it did for those of you listening. I mean, anyone that's made it this far is easily my mother. It's literally mother. just you mom. know for <laughs> sure what I'm about to say. But we, you know, we met under you know, we were studying abroad, so like we didn't even have cell phones. I had a cell phone, but like it was literally a flip phone, and it did cost me like three dollars a minute to use. So you just didn't use it. So I yeah, only right. had let me get to know you. I had nothing else, and that was such a more natural process. And that's what I mean when I don't know if we're ready for cell phones. What we are yeah. doing now with society and turning dating into a cell phone app and turning sports into a cell, turning everything into a cell, like, I don't know if we're ready. I, I, you know, whatever. I don't really care, but I don't know where this is going to take us. Now, with dating, I think, like, with, like, procreation and or finding your partner in life, I think it's it's got negative consequences. Um, I think they, like, they're equal but sports, hell no, man. That's the most positive. Dude, I can be literally in the middle of absolutely nowhere, and I can pull up my phone, and yep. I can watch any sporting event yep. any time in history at any point. It's a beautiful thing. little box, and <sighs> that is amazing. God bless it. No, it really is. Like you, can, you could literally be at a funeral watching sports. Like it, it, Legit, that could happen. Been at many weddings and watched sports. Oh, too. so many weddings. Yeah, but I think yeah, it's it. the The interesting thing is going to be when we have a podcast update is when your kid gets a cell phone because oh. you're going to see it. It's going to change everything. Yeah, you're going to see it from like as soon as they get a smartphone, it's going to suck them in. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm I'm not an adult enough to handle my own screen time every day. A 12-year-old should not be expected to have to self-regulate. That's not fair. It's genuinely not fair. It's Yeah, you have to do it for them. Yeah. I would think, right? God, that's like just the tip of the iceberg of being a parent. Oh, it's just, I mean, I have to wipe their asses, man, like <laughs> literally every day. So like to, 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 to restrict their screen time will be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> At least a lot cleaner. Well, it'll be also, well, the, you know, it, it's probably easier to ground kids now. Because you just take away their cell phone. Oh, it's so easy, dude. I can get Raiden, like, I can get him to do anything by saying, if you if you either do this or don't do this, either way, either put on your shoes or clean up your room or stop doing shit, or we won't play Pokemon Go. And you just instantly, well, you're, I'm you're straight, what are we doing? I'll do whatever I got to do. Just give you are a crack dealer. Give me that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, but it's, I see, gen, the only difference between phone addiction and crack addiction is that phone addiction doesn't rot your teeth. And that's, that <laughs> it just rots your it. eyes. That's it. That's it. But yeah, honestly, it does. Though. Yeah, that's that, that's fascinating. It's wild. 
Well, I'm well, that. How about you? Um, does so, anyone so does anyone want to know about is everything wine? interesting? How about that? Uh, let's see here. Um, yes, in terms of the uh, the diabolicalness and the um, the plot to uh, kill people on a ferry that was orchestrated exploding boilers. Yeah. By Alexander Graham Bell and by Edison and by Chris Neo's of course, Chris uh, cousin all comes back. To- uh, that was, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> yes. I think this was interesting actually. Yes. Oh, you, you, for, the, yeah. for the first ever titled episode, everything is interesting. Ask her. I think, I think we, I think it's a success. Was one of one. Was this interesting to anyone else? Absolutely. Probably not. Absolutely not. At least it wasn't two hours this time. We're just like an hour 35. Okay. Wow. No chance they've made it this far. Absolutely no chance. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Phyllis, for making this far. Uh, Yeah. And uh, thank you, Joe's brother. And that's probably it. (laughs) All righty. See you guys later.